but he went to cow daily. Um, same as usual, do a bit of preamble while everybody joins the live. There's always a lag. Um, hope everybody's doing well. Um, this week, well, sorry, the, today we're doing a daily. It is cow daily. We've got Ian from the Bimiri Foundation. Um, he's coming in from Nepal. He's obviously going to tell you a bit about his work. I'll bring him in, in a minute, but obviously what we usually do is this. Uh, if you want to support our work, go to patrun.com forward slash cow daily. That's patreon.com forward slash cow daily. There's also a link in the description of this show to support work on PayPal. Very much appreciated. Big up the man this morning who did just that and said yesterday's show was awesome. Appreciate you, man. You prefer to remain anonymous, though, so thank you. Um, what else we got? Um, also, as well, if you would like to get your questions in the comments for Ian, um, we'll get as many th through as many of them as we possibly can. See, people are starting to join the stream already. Leon's in. There's a few, quite a few of the others in as well, but let me know where you are in the comments. Let me know who's in. And as I say, get your questions in. Um, without further ado, I'm going to bring Ian in. Ian, how are you doing, man? Yes, mate. Namaste. How's it going, man? You are right? Hey, let's hope you namaste a while. Do you see what I've done there? <laughs> <laughs> oh, the end of 1970s, chicken in a basket, comedy, right, live and direct. <laughs> how's, how's tricks, mate? You good? Good, man. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm, uh, I'm inside, unfortunately. I was going to be on the roof with a spectacular view of this monastery behind me but uh mm -hmm. i'll have to have a little picture instead because it's absolutely about to batter down here I is mean, it a month, two months early for yeah, it's like monsoon rain coming in well the month we're in now global warming is just absolutely mm -hmm. savage the the seasons over here oh, i bet man so what start off what's on your t-shirt oh pipeline mate uh, t the beamery foundation presents pipeline um uh, we did these, uh, the pipeline, we did a few gigs a few years ago and the night was called pipeline. So these are the t-shirts just left over from that. Well, um, I had a look at your website uh, and yeah. I've got them right here. Because basically we, we've put hip hop nights on. We used to put raves, raves on, obviously haven't, haven't for a while. But um, I noticed that like, uh, I was thinking, hold on a minute, flip tricks, Verb T, um, do, do you know High Focus Records, something like that? Is, are you got connections with them? Yeah, High Focus, High Focus Records, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, the gig, they, I, so the connection with that was like, I met a guy in Amsterdam um, at mm -hmm. a Ocean Wisdom gig, and he was just yeah. like, happened to be old school friends who were like Flip Tricks and uh, a guy called Confucius MC, and he got involved with uh, got involved with the foundation for a little bit, came out to Nepal, and then helped me set up those gigs, I absolutely magic i i saw i see one was in sweden one was where was the other one was it brighton yeah, it's, it's and then Stockholm, brighton, Limerick, yeah. amazing i've got and the one for dj all, stingray as well. Six weeks as well yeah yeah, yeah. i dj stingray I, as well I, was, I just thought hold on a minute because obviously we'll go back to the start in a moment about how we actually got this sorted but i had a bit of a poke about this morning i was like oh no way you're basically just us <laughs> we're wearing exactly the same things bit of techno bit of hip-hop good good news so welcome nice. you're amongst friends nice thank you man thank you very much no, no man so i just want to read out the message that you sent first just to give set a scene <laughs> about how this came about because like it's quite interesting given what we've been talking about this week so ian says yo man how, how are they we've been following your page for a few years now and this morning you inspired me with your interactions with that chat gpt thing I run a small Scottish charity that is building drinking water pipelines in villages out in Nepal. I asked ChatGPT this morning 
what would it be the most effective way to convince people to donate to charitable cause? And amongst other things, it came back with partner with influencers. Consider partnering with influencers who have a large following on social media. Influencers can help spread the word about the cause to a wider audience and inspire their followers. So that then led to, Ian, do you want to talk about what you do on the show, mate? Uh, you probably now. Couldn't believe it, man. Couldn't believe that. Like, <laughs> I just wanted to share share a post, maybe. You know, I wasn't expecting that at all. No, honestly, like, like first glance, I was like, I need to know more about this, and that's a lot about what the show is. It's just like an inquiry into what cool people are doing around the world. So, um, just well, I'll just pull up some of the uh, things that we've got here. Um, obviously, simple question is, how long have you been doing this? How did you get into it? I'm sure you've been asked that quite a lot. Right. <sighs> Uh, so, man, it's, it's, the story sort of started off like a long time before we even started doing the water. Um, I think the things, there was like, a few points that sort of led me to do this. The first one was uh, going to India in 2007. I started learning Hindi. And then um, 2008, I met, I was I was uh, studying Hindi with a teacher and I was living in a room under this restaurant run by these Nepali guys. One of which, well, the guy who owned the place is Prim, who I now live with up here. Um, so from that to the, the Hindi, and then in 2012, uh, yeah, set up like a, a travel company. Um, it was basically just a Facebook group, basically saying, saying I want to come mm -hmm. to India. And so we did for about 2012 to like, we were still doing the tours in 2016, 17. So we'd start the fundraising by that point. But yeah, it started out as just like a load of British, Irish, and whoever wanted to come along in India. Like it was kind of just like getting on the buckle. Yeah, that, yeah, 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 class. That, that one there, the, yeah. Uh, but yeah, so he's, um, that's me lying down at the front with, a, with an afro and a broken leg. Nice. Because um, uh, about four days before the uh, four days before the first tour was coming, we had like twenty six people arriving, and uh, we'd been at some music festival in Delhi for Holi, you know, the, like, the color festival. Oh yeah, and oh, yeah. I'd been, like, just been like on the sesh for like weeks with um, a bunch of people, and I was like, right, I need a bit of time on my own. Mm -hmm. So I got all that lot sorted out in a taxi back to where we we're going up in Rishikesh, and I was like, right, this gives a hundred rupees, right? You, said to Julia, um, one of my tour guides there, lying down at the front, she was just carrying my passport and everything because I'm useless and I always lose everything. So um, I said to her, right, she gives 100 rupees, I'm going to hitchhike up to Rishikesh and I'll beat these up there. <laughs> and then uh, it all went wrong. It was going so well. I got out of mm -hmm. Delhi really quickly. And then I was like hitchhiking on the motorway and this truck pulls up. But it didn't stop. It just kind of slowed down. And this old guy's like handing me his, give me his hand like that. Like, come on, just jump in. And I was like... I don't, want to, I don't want to grab your hand you're about 80 so i grabbed the, the bar up there and then i just sort of threw my foot up to where there's like always a step there's always a step man but there just wasn't a step on this truck so yeah. my foot like hit the sheet metal and i just slid and then ended up on top of the, the wheel of the truck man and uh, rolled under the truck and i ended up with and uh, so i did that first tour um i went up a mountain on a donkey uh did everything that we we're supposed to do on the tour yeah yeah, so that was like the first one of them was that photo was 2012 13 and then uh, the started in the fundraising in i was in nepal in like before the earthquakes it was 2015 and uh, yeah. do you remember that ice bucket challenge you know that like i do i was kicking about for i think the, the charity was something to do asl or something like that ecl or, that's right um, but it was, it's, you know there's millions of people around the world like pouring like 20 liters of water over their head and you know, some of them were raising money for charity. Fantastic, good on you. But most of them are just doing it because their mates had tagged them, and you know, they'd be yeah. soft if they didn't do it. Or whatever. So it's like, so I got this tag uh, for this ice bucket challenge. I was in Nepal, you know, talking about the fact that my my friends' wives are carrying baskets of water around, 
got this tag and I was like, well, what shall I do? Like, shall I ask Shanti over there if I can just borrow one of her baskets of water that she's just carried up the mountain and pour it over my yeah. head? She's going to wonder why I want to do that. So instead of doing the, doing the ice bucket challenge, I just put this big rant out. I should have said the picture of that, actually. This big rant on uh, on Facebook just saying, like, you know, that's a lot of shite, sorry. But, um, you know, if you want to do something charitable, like, just chuck me a tenner and I'll uh, I'll build a well in my friend's village. Yeah. So um, I got this message off one of the guys that was on the tours and um, and he said to me, like, how much do you need for the well? And I was like, Oh man, you know, we just thought about this like five minutes ago. And um, asked one of the Nepali guys, he just came up with a number. I don't know where he came up with it from. But um turned out it was like he said it figured out to 2,650 quid. And I said that mm-hmm. to this one guy who'd been on the tour. Two minutes later, he says, Right, that's in your account. Go and build your well. I was like, I was crying. Really? I was absolutely crying. Amazing. Yeah, man. Um, and then through the first week, there was like several thousand pounds raised. And then the guys in the village were like, Wow, we didn't expect that. You know, we could build the well now, but inevitably our well is going to dry up at some point so yeah. um he said there's a big chiefing waterfall down the hill there glacial waterfall 100 meters high it's been flowing for thousands of years it's probably not going to dry up anytime soon so we get a bit more money we could uh, you know we could do that okay sound i said we'll do that we'll, we'll build a pipeline so um that's it all that's basically the start of it was uh yeah it would have been about yeah january 2015 i, f- I did the first fundraising i just bear with us you um, me dog's having a bar deb i hear that work away debbie shut up some, I think so, the neighbours come home and they usually howl, and so he kicks him off. Nah, Sorry about all, that. That's all good. That's all good. Yeah, so 20, 2015 would have been the first the start of the fundraising, I. Yeah. Oh, that's cool, man. I've just got a, a little bit this for the people on the screen. So it's bamirifoundation.com. You can see it on the screen there. Um, and I really like that pipeline logo, man. It's absolutely cool. I think it looks cool on a shirt, too. You know what I mean? I love it, man. I've yeah, got I, I've got three hundred of these sitting in my man's house. If you want one, like I wouldn't mind. Like I defo. Um, so I, like, I, what, I, what, I what was it? Defo no, will sort it out after. It's a cool shirt, man. Um, yeah, I'll actually we've got some as well. Like I'll I will do a shirt swap. Like it's the football that's, or something. Yeah, <laughs> we've got, we've got merch too, so I'll send you. One. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's it, man. Eh? Nice yeah. one, eh? But uh, right, so um, before the um. Before you guys, where did the water come from before um, and how far away from the village? What I'm going to do is I'm just going to trigger this walkthrough video that you sent us. And if you want to just tell oh, us uh, the yeah, place, yeah, yeah. Um, I think that would obviously give people an idea of what the place is. And yeah, uh, and the terrain that they're walking up on that as well, yeah. Definitely. Um, so yeah, they've man. got like a, yeah, so this is that. So this is me just walking through the village here. So initially, like down about, must be kilometer and a half, two kilometers. And um, they would go down and they've got like a, there's a well down there, which is now where our first, our second pop house is there, basically. Mm-hmm. So they would go down there and depending on the, the sort of requirements the family have, because obviously if you've got like buffalo, a buffalo is drinking 50 litres of water a day. Wow. So they, you're carrying like, you know, you need to have like, the, the reason that most families wouldn't have a buffalo is because they've only got like one or two women that can carry them. And I say women, like, because it's generally always the women that are carrying right. water. Um, so unless you've got like 10, you know, a big, big sturdy family that can carry loads and loads of litres of water, then you're just not getting a buffalo. Um, so yeah, it would be, it would be like 1.5 to 2 kilometres away um, each way. And then you'd be doing that, like they would carry up to 40 litres at a time. So 40 kilograms. And you know, these, these women weigh about like, they must weigh 45, 50 kilos. That's amazing. Like, not, That's a lot these are of weight, big, man. massive women. 
Uh, it's it's incredible, man. I so um, I we just we've been um, I've got so I've just opened a wee homestay out here, so mm-hmm. we've had some guests, and I've one of the things I've started doing with them is we're we're taking them on the hike down to Beamery. Hopefully they you know they see the project with their own eyes. They stick that on social media, yeah. and hopefully then you know that that turns into a few quid from some of their you know Danish friends or whatever. Um, but yeah, so one of the things I'm starting to get them to do is take a basket from the village, go down to that or- original watering hole, and just carry back just twenty liters, you know, half of what these. Like the, mm-hmm. the locals would be carrying. Um, oh, you see in this video, right? You see, like the majority of the houses there, they're all like half built in that. Yeah. So since the earthquake, um, so Bimini was the earthquake in 2015. Uh, it destroyed like 600,000 homes in in Nepal. I cut this in yeah. ChatGPT. Uh, 600,000 homes were destroyed. 8,000, 8,000, uh, 8,964 deaths. But 80% of the homes in this village were destroyed, right? And uh, the, that house on the right hand side there. Someone yeah. living in that, right? So it's a tin shack, wow. tin shack and logs, and that is still a tin shack and logs. This video is about three, four years old. So yeah. this house that we're looking at now, that's now beautiful. It's finished. It's it's a it's a lovely home. Um, so yeah, this kind of brings me on to actually the the stuff when we started doing fundraising. Um, mm-hmm. This was only a few months before the earthquake. So earthquake happens, and I'm like on the phone. I was back in Scotland, so I'm on the phone to, to Prim straight away. I'm like, right, Prim, what's the crack? What do you need? So this home you're seeing now, right? Yeah. So I said to, I said that to Prim, and he's like, "Look, I'm okay. Speak to VJ. The VJ is another mm-hmm. very old friend of mine." And so that house there, I basically phoned up the guy that had given the big donation, and I phoned up a bunch of the other people that had donated the money up to that point, and I said, "Look, I don't know if you've seen the news. There's been a massive earthquake in Nepal, and my mate's village is basically fallen, fallen down. So right now they're not really thinking like we need water. They're thinking we need we're all we're all sleeping in one building in a school yeah. in the village." So um, I just asked the lads, like, look, would you mind if we just use this money for to, to give it to my mate to rebuild their house? And they were like, you know, whatever, we give you that money to do something good with and rehoming a you know a family that that'll that'll do. So that kind of it set us back on the fundraising, obviously. But um, I was able to speak to my mate VJ, who I've known for like twelve years, and just say, yeah. get the builder in, tell him tell me be paid in three weeks, no problem. Oh, that's incredible, man. That's beautiful. Isn't so it? that was good. That was the, yeah, it was the first house that was rebuilt in the village, and like. It's pretty savage here, right? So the the government, uh, I, more that I got from ChatGPT actually was like it was the biggest. Uh, it was one of the biggest collections of foreign aid for a natural disaster anywhere. Four point two billion dollars. Yeah. In two thousand and fifteen was pledged, but by twenty twenty, March twenty twenty, only two point two billion of that has been dispersed. Really? Where's the other one point nine billion US dollars gone? Right. So for the families here to get any relief money from the government, they have to first build fifty percent of their home. And then ask for the money. So it's like if you're just a, wow. a villager, like living off the land, where are you getting? Where are you getting fifty percent of the cost of a house from? So oh, there's wait. people waiting since like 2015, still 2023. 20, now they're waiting eight years. They still don't have that money. And it would only have been, I think, they were getting two, three lakh, which is about maybe 1900 pounds towards the cost of rebuilding their home. And four point two billion dollars is pledged from uh, people abroad. Like, That's not right. That's not right. <laughs> That cost that much to build a few clay houses, like. So, it didn't, um, well, quite, aye. So, um, pretty, pretty so uh, what, how much have you raised so far and how have you done it? I know you've mentioned the events that you've been doing. Like, what other ways did you go about it? Yeah, you know what? Majority of the fundraising was... Uh, right, so, how much have we raised so far? The Beamery project, well, it's up to now, it's been £52,000. Cool, um, how we raised that is mostly just... 
Facebook, man. Just Facebook posts. Just like, look, here's a photograph of a of a young Nepali girl who, in a few years' time, without your help, is gonna is gonna be carrying baskets of water and um, pulling at heartstrings, man. It's, uh, it's yeah, a savage. Yeah, I understand. Just on that, like, works. I mean, like, at, at the time. It's I just on that. It's not just like the physical sort of side of things for young girls, though, yeah, because they're obviously like not doing anything else. They're not, I would imagine, not get, like getting an education or like like taking up a lot of time carrying this water. So, does it take young women away and, and disadvantage them? Like, it maybe wouldn't young boys. I, it definitely does, man. Yeah, there was a there was a water aid campaign last year specifically about Nepal, and it was a wee like animated yeah. thing uh, of like a bunch of girls in a classroom, and then. Uh, like a third of the girls would uh, just sort of evaporate into a droplet of water uh, and they're basically saying like one in three girls are, are need to basically come out of education early so that they can go and do this um, canning baskets of water because yeah like wow. GP, chat GPT's told me 74 percent of um of homes in the country have access to improved drinking water but it's like that means that there's one tap in the village where women can go and, and queue up and get their water so only 10 yeah. percent of homes in the whole country have actually got piped access to piped water into their home 10 percent wow. in 2023 so That's 2080 crazy, in the nepali calendar like they live in the future yeah. it's mental yeah, it's man. a different calendar it's absolutely mental man so, like, yeah, what yeah, impact yeah. has the project had on the village, uh, Ian? Hey, man, be ready now, right? So I went down again. I got back this. I got back in March and I went down there. So mm-hmm. we kind of the final day where it was like, right, every we finished the project last June. So it's been what nine, nine, ten months, and um, and now, like, as I say about the, the buffalo thing, there's loads of families in the village that have got a buffalo because they've got you know a, a constant supply of water. So now you've got families with buffalo, and um, and a buffalo, you're milking that for ten liters a day, and a t- ten liters of um, ten liters of milk is going for about a thousand rupees, yeah. which is more than your average salary for a day. So, like, say for example, a chef in a restaurant here might make fifteen thousand a month, five hundred yeah. a day. So, if you've got a buffalo and you're pulling in thirty thousand rupees a month minus costs, because buffalo eat quite a lot as well, so you need to, you need to feed these things. But, but still, you're making, you know, so they're making money off of that. They're um, they're selling money to like the, the the word for uh, milk here is dude. So the dude wala comes around and uh, he can eat by its all milk off the floor. Also, they're growing like green veg that they weren't growing before. They're growing all their own. Um, they're growing different vegetables. They're sustaining themselves with that. Any excess, they can sell that as well, make an income. So within yeah. nine months, they're already like the village is changing. It's becoming a more affluent place just because they've got a water supply. Ah, oh, that's amazing, man! Brilliant, absolutely fantastic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, right, I'll just move on to the next question for you. Um, what challenges have you faced um, within the village and since you started the work? Um, I, I'd say, yeah, so the the earthquake obviously was the first one, although that was only like a few months after we started. Um, the, big, the only the, the big other thing that really affected the project was uh, seeing that video of the building the, building the, uh, the initial, what's it called, intake tank. There's a video of that. So there's a there's a guy in that video, Batman. Uh, he was like our project manager, the kind of guy on the ground that did absolutely everything. Um, all I do here, like all I do for this project, I'm not building pipes. I'm not physical, practical worker in the slightest. All I do is find money and send it to Nepal. And then these guys are these guys are geniuses, man. Anything they don't yeah. have to do, they do themselves. So Batman, um, one of the biggest sort of things about this project was Batman was our project manager, and unfortunately died a few years ago in the middle of the project. Oh, no, and that really was like a big. 
ah, yeah, it was horrible, man. It was like a, a week okay. of um, being in hospital with him. And obviously, there's no NHS over here. So it was just like throwing like waxing credit cards and just throwing like set up a fundraiser and stuff. And uh, so that was a bit of a, you know, a kick in the stones. It really destroyed morale, basically, on the project. Um, but then other than that, the, the only issues really was just that it's hard to raise money for charity, man. You know, it's like yeah. a £50,000 project. And I'm just, there's me on Facebook going, like, here's anyone got a dinner? Um, so mostly just, like, I suppose the difficulties really were just like getting the money. Because if we did, if I did just come into the village and gone, right, I've got 50 grand, go and start, mm-hmm. maybe in a two month project. Um, yeah. It wouldn't, you know, it's it, the, the actual working part of it would not have taken eight years, like, in the slightest, but because we, well, from the beginning, I said to them, like, right, we'll do a bit, right, I'll get some money, we'll build a little bit, and we'll take photos and videos, and I'll put that on the internet, and be like, right, thank you very much for your donations, this is what we've achieved so far, we've worked together, now we need a bit more money, and we'll do the next little bit, so Got that's kind of how it's been going, it's been a slow, slow last progress. Man. I bet, so how, how, how can people, like, donate, and what's the best way for them to go about that? So, I, well, the website that you just put up there, there's a donate now at the top right of that, the nice one. Uh, Facebook page, like, pretty much every every second, I don't, I don't like to put the donation link on every single post, you know, because oh, yeah. you know you know yourself, you know, having to do the, you know, patreon.com, blah, 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 that channel, sure. and, um, it's, it's kind of soul-destroying, isn't it? Um, so, but yeah, if, if you follow the, the, the Beauty Foundation Facebook page, which is also on the on the website, yeah, there's donation links there everywhere you go. You can also actually, if anyone's got their phone in their hand right now, if you text pump it to 70, damn it, I should have this ready, I'll check that out right now. But yeah, there's basically that's on the Facebook page as well. There's text to donate, for, you can so donate three quid a month it, yeah. for one number. Text pump it, I think it's 70460. But, yeah, no, no, I'm going to say, don't quote me on that. I'll, uh, I'll check it out. No worries. If you um, send it through, I'll put it in the uh, description when it goes out on Spotify and okay. all the other platforms as well. So, I mean, just do it after the show, dude. It's cool. Um, but I, I really appreciate yeah, your time, man. So many ways. Like, no, man. Jesus, me too, man. Me too. Quite enough today, actually. We've got some guests turning up tomorrow. Uh, yeah. Uh, so, like, what's next, like, for you? Like, just before we we head off, like, what's next for like the plans? I mean, obviously, you need to resource them, as they've said. Yeah. So, what would you like sort of like to do? So, the next uh, the next project we're doing it's um, it's the village of Saura. It's about a kilometre and a half away from Dimity. So they've got their own. They've got a bit of a setup already. They've got uh, like the villagers themselves have basically funded and built this little pipeline. Mm-hmm. Um, where they've got three taps around the village, so it's like a t- it's like one of those what the Nepali government says is like improved water solution. So they've got a tap, three taps in the village, and we're basically trying to just expand on what they've done and bring water to every home. But the the immediate sort of requirement for that village is that they've, the pumps and stuff that they had, they've just been they've had them taken off them because they were. They were basically borrowing uh, electricity from from the grid, which is obviously yeah. not allowed. Um, so now they've they've sorted that out with the you know with the, um, the local municipality or whatever. Now they've got like, a line running to where the pump's going to go, but they've had the pump taken off them and they won't get it back to them. So the immediate basic requirement is I need to raise fifteen hundred pounds to buy this pump. That yeah. will then we'll just plug it in straight away. They're back to having the solution that they already had, and then that gives me a bit of time to then raise the rest of the money. So the, the total project for all the pipes. Everything we need to do, like the whole village, £15,784, 10% of that is a pump. So, yeah, my like immediate sort of goal at the moment is to just raise that money. Um, so, um, we're doing these um, online Nepali cooking classes. Uh, 50% of that is going to 
the next project. So anyone who wants to get involved and do like a learning how to cook in the pali food, momos, pakora, stuff like that. Uh, oh, they wow. Can jump yeah. on and do that. The, be- the very best uh, of food. Yeah. Now, yeah. I, I, so I, that's, I that's appreciate it. Amy, and honestly, um, uh, what I've got, got got to play out with, you know, one of the videos that you sent is, um, I'm going to play that out in a couple of minutes and it explains a little bit more oh, while yeah, you're yeah, on yeah, the yeah, ground. Yeah, do you know yeah, the one yeah, where you've got the, got the, uh, yeah, 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 got that one for you as well. One, yeah. Anything we can do okay. to like, obviously just send us through anything you want, sharing that kind of thing. Once you're on the show, you're a friend of the show, you're so friends so together, much, man. Yeah, so man, any help with kind of amplifying what you're doing? Because I just, I, I, now that we nice. spoke, I just love it all the more, you know? It's a really, beautiful thing really, that you're thank doing. You. I really, really appreciate it, man. Yeah, nice. Hey, brother, not a problem, man. Thank you for for your time and thank you for like letting us know and educating us about the world. Wow. You know. No, nah, man. Th- thank you for having me on, man. It's amazing. Thank and like I so say, much. I mean that, man. Anything you need, just give us a shout. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, no, I will do, man. Yeah. Well, and we're going to play play the show out with uh, your video and just a bit more from the area itself. What a beautiful place. Thank you, man. All the best. Right, I'll just uh, put this video in for you and just play out um, with some of the work that Ian's been doing. What a great guy, yeah? I mean, imagine that, just going over there and doing all these things. Just beautiful, yeah? Just check that that's in the stream. It is indeed. Right, I'll just play out with Ian himself and he can tell you what he's been doing. Good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen. For those of you following the page who don't know me, my name is Ian Planiwala. For the last eight years, I've been running the Beamery Foundation, which is a small Scottish charity making a big difference here in Nepal. I'm currently in the village of Saura. Uh, over my left shoulder here, we have the village of Bimari, where we completed our first project. I've just got down here today and I've met with Baba Kaji, who is the, the, the guy on the ground in Saura who's going to be organizing everything. All I do here is just raise the money and give it to someone on in the village who then organizes all of the all of the workers, all of the equipment and everything. So Baba Kaji has informed me that basically we have a problem here. At the moment, you can see this is Saura's current uh, water set up so they have three uh, three points around the village where water is, was coming in so at the moment the there's a small issue with the pumps being used because they've been confiscated because in this part of the world if you don't have electricity where you need it you just kind of take it and that's not allowed so at the moment we're sitting here in a village where they now have no water solution whatsoever so the total funds we need for this whole village, £15,784. It's not a great deal of money. About 10% of that is going to be the pump that we now immediately need. We need a pump here. £1,500 is all we need. So what I'm going to try and do over the next few weeks is I'm going to raise £1,500. That's the first thing we'll buy for this village. After that, that will be incorporated into the project. But immediately what we can do is with that pump, we can connect it up to what they've already got and we can get water back pumping into this village. So what I need from you lovely people following this page, thank you very much, is just... If you can afford a couple of euro, a couple of pounds, a couple of dollars, whatever, that'd be great. There'll be a donation link under this under this video. If you don't have two euro, that's not a problem either. If you just press share, you're probably going to reach somebody that might be able to just throw a couple of euro our way. So 1,500 euro, it's not a great deal of money, and it brings water to a village. 45 homes, a few hundred people, I'm not entirely sure how many people we can, we can pick it out. So yeah, please press share. Press like, right under this, just press like and share. That's all you need to do, that's all I ask. Please, if you could do that, we could raise 1,500 pounds, we can buy a pump in here any day now, and that'd be fantastic. Thank you very much. Namaskar. La Sofia for that. Let me tell you a story. It's entitled, A Leader Called Kia. I will do it. Hello, back again. Sorry. Um, that k- kicked into the next video. Apologies for that.
hopefully that doesn't do one copyright. What a great lad he was, though, you know. What a lovely, lovely man. And um, devoting his life and to doing that and, be, and being live from Nepal while he's doing it and just <laughs> blows my mind, you know, like people like just putting themselves out there for other people. So I know um, times is hard and all that, but if people can... Um, links in the description to this podcast um, where you can support the foundation and support the great work that Ian's doing. Thanks everybody for being here. Um, you can get this on Spotify, Apple Podcasts. Um, it'll be out as usual as a premiere on YouTube and Facebook for the evening crew later as well. Um, and obviously links in the description if you want to follow Ian's work from here. Um, please like, share the Facebook stuff and just amplify what they're doing. because that's what we're trying to do with these um guest spots on cow daily and um, mixing it up a bit but also trying to use our platform to amplify the work that good people are doing all around the world because if we think from a global perspective we can actually affect change and i think in the uk right now um there's a bit of a, a lack of hope and we talk about hope every every time we do a show at the end talk about a big bucket of hope here um and the work that ian's doing so big up ian um Pick up the work that he's doing and pick up yourselves for being here. Um, have a great weekend. Um, and as ever, keep your notifications on because we might pop up over the weekend if we're feeling it and we're not knackered. And given the fact my health is much better now, that's likely. Um, all the best, pals. See you later.